All right, November 10th, we got six games on the NHL schedule here tonight, so we'll get into all of those. Give out best bets for tonight. We'll review the Canucks Stanley Cup parade route as well as break down the hottest team in the NHL right now, the San Jose Sharks. But before we get into all of that, I want to remind people that today's show, and as always, is sponsored by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books and always get the best odds. We recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp to help you do so. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book, whether it's for games, futures, or player props. You can save time and money by checking BetSamp before you bet. So make sure to download the app today. You can find that in iOS, Android, or sign up via the web. If you are looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash edgework. That's betstamp.app slash edgework, or you can click the link in the description. Signing up using this link does help support the show, so we appreciate that. Now, Friday show, we'll get into uh, the games here tonight, recap the week that was a little bit, talk about some of the uh, storylines around the NHL, and as we get through those, I want to remind people, Hit the like button here while you're watching. I've thrown out the challenge to get 50 likes while we're on the stream. We hit it the first day. We came just short the last two days of the 50 likes. Got there after, so thank you to everyone who liked it when you watched back after. But, I mean, come on. Friday, positive vibes, everyone feeling good. The Edgework show is doing pretty well. I mean, despite last night, and so many will get into the games here, but despite the picks last night uh, and going 2-3, and we're still up on the season through 112 bets on the Edgework show here. We're 55 and 57, but the record is not what's important here. We're looking at a 3.1% ROI so far in the season. So the Edgework show continuing on what we did last year and the success that we had, and we'll look to keep that going throughout the rest of the season. But so money, I mean transparency is important here on the show that's one thing that we preach as part of the hammer betting network let's dig into the night a little bit from last night i'm not saying they were bad bets or anything like that but we knew getting into it ahead of time it was a little bit disgusting and uh, we do cash on the blues win there but uh, it is the wilds and the predators who end up losing for us what went on last night so the so the preds was a bad pick um i um i I, I overvalued them. The Jets are the Jets are playing well, um, especially when they're at home. And um, yeah, so so the Preds was a was a bad pick. Of course, Soros wasn't uh, wasn't on his game either. But um, yeah, so so that's bad. Wild, we knew that. That's why it was a it was a half unit on the Wild there because um, uh, Rangers. That's right, Matt. Rangers are elite, right? So I think that um, we knew going go going going into that game that was going to happen or there was a good chance that would happen i do think that this final score was a little was a little deceiving there i don't think that the preds lost i mean the wild lost by three goals there but um that's fine and then um the the blues pick i think they should have won by five or six i think that if they had any sort of finish they were like zero and seven on the power play or something right like zero for seven on the power play if, if they had any sort of finish at all i think that that they blow the doors out of the Coyotes last night. So um, I I did like the Blues play, but Preds was bad, and the Wild, we knew it was half unit and what we were getting into. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not like uh, that uh, that drags down the, the record so far in the season. You'd make the bets, take the swings, and uh, we, learn, we live and we learn, we recap those, stay transparent there. Uh, yeah, also, so money, by the way, yesterday we talked about on the show, we brought up kind of at the end, half jokingly, but the fact that there was the parlay, 35 to yeah. 1, that paid uh, on the Sharks and the Blackhawks, minus one and a half. <laughs> 
we Ooh. were pretty close. <laughs> we were pretty close yeah. to that one. It was late in the night, and I was watching 3-1. I think there was about 10, 8 mm. minutes left when I had checked, and I saw the Sharks up 3-1, and I was sitting there, and I went, holy shit, like – this Blackhawks Sharks parlay could oh, be getting man. could be getting through the uprights right now on the minus one and a half, and part of me was sitting there uh, kicking myself a little bit, going, "Oh wow, I should have taken taken a closer look at that." But obviously, we don't, and uh, I was thinking, ends up being what it is. Yeah, I was thinking about Jordan sitting there watching the game. I was like, "Oh come on, just, just, just get the empty over here." <laughs> That's what I was thinking about because it was Jordan who sent it in late, and I'm like. I know Jordan is going to be coming into this chat or maybe not because maybe he would have had the night of his life after that win last night. But uh, yeah, that would have been an exciting one. Um, But we do have to talk about that game a little bit before we can get into today's games and today's picks. Alex, you show up here. You got the name, the headline edited. Adios Woodcroft. Uh, Now with the Oilers start to the season, they now have the exact same amount of wins as the San Jose Sharks do to start this year. And I know that the major discussion online is that Woodcroft's job is likely uh, lost after today, but it feels like almost that's not even the answer. It's just a like a temporary band-aid to kind of get through what's going on in Edmonton. But what is going on in Edmonton? Is there any way out of this hole that they've dug themselves right now? I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, like I said, when you put yourself behind the eight ball to the point where you're now tied or Essentially, you've given up a lead uh, now, a game to the worst team in the league, and the, the team that may not only you know may only win ten or eleven games the whole season. Uh, Edmonton's in real bad <laughs> shape, and, and firing Woodcroft's not going to change anything. You know, it's it, it's in short order. Sure, it might you know spark the team, and we see that rallying first game uh, after a coach fires get a win. But Edmonton needs to win four or five games right now to even start talking about oh we're back in any kind of contention or form or anything right now it, it, it's a mess and it, like you said it's not just woodcroft ken holland should be gone as well as a whole bunch of, of things that yeah. need to be cleaned up there and uh but woodcroft's going to be the first domino to fall and i mean it's 8 38 mountain times we're talking now i'd, I'd imagine in, in a few hours we hear some kind of news out of it yeah i mean so many you think that this coach coaching change here would even change anything for them like i know alex is mentioning like this is holland uh it's the not just who's on the team it's the level of play right now uh everything kind of feels like it's going wrong even there's video surfacing yesterday of jack campbell in his first appearance in the ahl he allows three goals on the first 11 shots and one of which is just a little dribbler that he pretty much puts in past himself like every single thing with this organization just feels like it's going in the wrong direction at the current moment yeah, I was. Um, I watched that Jack Campbell video, and 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 I swear I could hear Alex uh, cackling like all the way. Over the <laughs> um, yeah. while that video. I know he loved it. Um, it. You know the thing is that firing Woodcroft is not going to change anything, but, yeah. um, and you know I'm not one to like overreact to things, but I I do think that is necessary at this point, just because even though. It might not change anything on the ice. I think something needs to be done because what's going to end up happening is that when you have a team like the Oilers who um, who they should be a good team, right? There's no reason why they shouldn't be a good team. And and they've also been very snake bit lately as well, right? Even in, even in mm-hmm. last night's game, right? And like sometimes what happens is that there's just so much pressure on you as like a good team if you keep thinking that, We'll, we're, we're just going to be able to play through it. We'll turn it around. It's 
it's all going to get away from you very quickly, right? So I think that um, just just the opportunity, just the chance for something to change, um, I think you need to take that because they're unable to make any any big roster improvements right now with their cap situation and the contract. So so there's nothing you can do on that front, right? So either you ride it out and it's very possible at this point that things completely get away from you and you miss the playoffs altogether or you try to do something to like um, change what's what was happening around the team like even even last year when Woodcroft came came in like and rightfully so we 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 gave him tons of accolades on on how well Edmonton was playing was was playing defensively right and uh like as a as a team and and they were but we're not seeing that this season right now, right? Like we're not we're not seeing that same kind of buy-in. We're not seeing the same kind of discipline. Of course, when when you play hockey, a lot of your play has to do with um, how much confidence and faith you have in your goaltender as well, right? Like you're not yeah. you will play differently if you feel that you're not getting backed up, right? So, um, so there's that element to it as well. So, I mean, even though it may not change anything on the ice in terms of the way that this, that this team plays, I don't think you have you have a choice but to shake it up. And like it's not to say I think Woodcroft is a bad coach. I don't. I think he's I think he's very articulate, very well spoken. I think yeah. he's a good communicator. He was brought in last year and he had um he like implemented good defensive systems on a team that was running fire drills in their own zone, right? So we did see that improvement, but you're just running the risk right now of just of just the status quo, which is which may um, tank your whole season at this point, and I don't think that the composition of this team and where they are right now, they can they can afford to do that. No, you, I mean, well, you can't. Give, you can't afford that. That's it for the Oilers. Before they make a move, you think that that the owners, you know, would sit down with at least McDavid and Drysaddle, right? Before you make a move. Because that, that that's essentially your franchise yeah. right now, right? Like your GMs are more than likely going to be gone, you know, at some point. Your coaches are more than likely going to be gone. So the only people that you really truly have a flag stuck in right now, ninety-seven and twenty-nine. And I think you talk to them before you make any kind of move. If they, and if they feel like a coaching change would at least shake things up and save the season, then you make that move. But if not, then you know maybe you you make this year a rebuild year. And you know you try to tank and, and get you know a, a pick or, or or do something and, and, and try to you know make that next boost because that's the thing this team on paper is not the worst team in the league they're not a bottom five or bottom ten to ten yeah. team they're just playing like shit right now but they can turn yeah. things around and possibly be a wild card team they need that momentum boost so they need something to spark momentum you can't make a unless you can make a player deal which that's gonna be hard to do so many just mentioned with their cap uh you know strong basically you got to make some kind of a move, and, and the head coach just seems like the only logical thing that could really wake that room up. Yeah, and I was just gonna say to both of your points, it's like if you if you fire the GM, it doesn't really you don't it's not felt in the locker room really. No, right. No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and 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 yeah, like the thing is that like they're 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 not a mid range team where like you can just say that like we'll that like we're just gonna ride it out. Like you, I you can't afford to ride this out at this point. Like you you need to yeah. do something. Well, all right, there you go. There's our Oilers talk radio for this morning, but uh, something was passed across the desk this morning, so uh, I was waiting to get into it, but we do have uh, some breaking news. (laughs) 
So money. Rumor has it that in Vancouver, they are rerouting the parade route. What is going on with the Canucks? <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to make this official announcement here. I was thinking about it. I I don't think it's necessary for us to go all the way down Robson Street. I think okay. that taking a detour to get through Gastown, and I'll have pictures up on Twitter. I think that that it, it'd, be, it'd be nice to have it go through, go like around the steam clock there as well. So, um, yeah, I... I like just going all the way down Robson might get a little bit a, a little boring. I think we should we should make that detour. But I will um mm -hmm. I will I, I will get my people on it to talk to the Canucks. Okay, yes, very good. Uh well thank you. It seems like a logical solution there. So thank you for letting us know. And I look forward to seeing the the new updated map later on Twitter. If you're not following so money on Twitter already, make sure to check that out. Uh, there you go. Uh, seeing people in the chat now suggesting where to start sending the parade route through. <laughs> uh, all right, we do have a bunch of games ahead of us here on the schedule tonight, so we'll get through those. Uh, and Alex, we'll go to you first and foremost. I mean, we've held on to this team for uh, Tuesdays now. It's been the Tuesday, the Wild Tuesdays, the Kings Tuesdays. We end up getting discussing making a wild pick last night, but uh, and it doesn't get through to us for us last night there, but. You're going to go back to the Minnesota Wild. You're looking at the uh, Wild tonight against the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, I am a, a cheap price, and you got you know this is the second night of a back-to-back, -back, but you're stepping down on a bit in competition if you're the Wild. You're taking a Buffalo team that, once again, good team on paper, but they've got a lot of different flaws, and they just you know night in and night out, you don't know what you're going to get from the Sabres right now. But with the Wild, Philip Gustafson, as shaky as he's been, I think this could be one of those stars that really kind of get him back on track. You know, as as great of his numbers were last year. You know, a lot of it looks like it could be an aberration, but I think he's still got some good game left in him. I don't think this, that was just a, a complete blip in the road. I think this is a good spot, and I think this is a good price to back uh, Minnesota on the road as a dog here. All right, there you go, plus 105. Uh, we're currently seeing best price available for the Minnesota Wild, so we'll take that against the Sabres here tonight. Alex, what would you be looking to play this down to? Like, say, somebody is watching or listening to this later in the day. Some of these numbers have moved. I mean, yeah, grab anything at plus money. I'd say, yeah, dollar five. Nothing more than a dollar five. That would be my probably my cutoff for a full unit. May see dollar ten or more. I'd maybe go down to a half unit. Okay, there you go. Uh, lock that in for the Minnesota Wild there. Uh, plus one hundred five. First pick of the day. We track that. So money. What are your thoughts on uh, going back to the Wild here tonight? <laughs> I think uh, and Alex mentioned that uh, you don't know what you're going to get out of the Sabres on a night-to-night -night basis. That's the that's why I feel about the Wild as well, right? So, um, and uh, and and the thing about Gustafson, I think that we need to remember too that goaltenders, and we've seen this, like we've have many many examples of this that like goaltenders kind of swing back and forth on like a yeah. pendulum sometimes, right? And like mm -hmm. um, Gustafson had a great season last year. And um, maybe it's time to start thinking that this could be an off year for him, right? And um, so that's something that that I've that that I'm mindful of when I'm when I'm assessing his starts. So I will pass um, just because I feel the same way about Minnesota that Alex does about Buffalo. Like I I I just don't know. So right. just like, put them at like a pick 'em price and like just play the dog and hopefully you win in overtime. Yeah. All right. There you go. First pick uh, locked in here tonight. We'll continue to go through this, uh, this tonight's games and give out more best bets. But uh, if you haven't already, hit that like button as more picks are will be coming here throughout the remainder of the show. And so many will go to you for your first pick of the day. And 
I'm in support of it. I like it. <laughs> and I think that people will understand why we're looking at the Calgary Flames game here tonight against the Toronto Maple Leafs in Toronto. Calgary plus 136 right now. The Leafs minus 150. A total of six and a half. What way would you be looking to bet on this game here tonight? So money. So I look at the Leafs chart here right now where like I track every game. And all I see since that 4-1 win in Dallas is just a bunch of red, right? So what that means to me is that not only are they losing the games, they're being outplayed in this in, in their games, right? So there is nothing I see out of the Leafs right now that would warrant this kind of price, right? Um, absolutely nothing. Like even, even that 6-5, um, the Tampa Bay win at 6-5, even mm-hmm. that game, they they didn't they were outplayed, right? Like good, like good for them. They came back, but they were outplayed, right? And that was a game where really they should have gotten up for. That that Boston game really turned me off on the Leafs, right? Like I had a, I it wasn't just because I had a big play on the Leafs and I lost that, but it was <laughs> just because I don't understand how you didn't get up for that game, right? For the Flames. Um, they're not very good on the season as a whole, right? But 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 you also got to zoom in a little bit on these things sometimes, and and um and uh, they're not they're not playing as poorly anymore as their as their overall record indicates, right? As um after that after that Edmonton game, um they have st- started playing playing better now. Granted, we did have um, wins against um, Seattle and Nashville, so we do have to take that into into consideration, but. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't see why the Leafs would be favored by this much, right? And like they're not getting the goaltending. Um, and Calgary, um, all year they've gotten average to slightly below average goaltending when you're just looking at the metrics. Um, but but it's not like the Leafs are gonna. Um, that's that's gonna be a big big advantage for for the Leafs and goal either. So I I, I do like the Flames here. Um, I will be betting them. Uh, I'm just trying to time the market entry, but um, I will. I I will be on the flames tonight. Okay, so you see plus one thirty six there right now. Um, now for again, kind of similar to what I had asked Alex here, but as the market continues to go throughout the day, get news, whatever it is, um, where would you be comfortable playing this to? So I'm good with them right now. I just <clears throat> I just don't yeah. see any reason to to uh, um, because I think there's a possibility it 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 could get better. So I won't enter the market until I see it either getting better but um i would have the flames i have them down to plus 118 here so i would play the flames down to plus 118 and and again i'm good with them right now it's just a matter of i'm just going to time the uh get the get the optimal market entry here yeah makes sense uh there you go well uh we'll track that second best bet of the day now alex any thoughts for you in this flames leaves game tonight Nothing for tonight, but I will definitely be watching the Flames even closer than I already have because Dustin Wolf has been recalled from the AHL. He's 5-0 and down there. His numbers in the AHL in the last two and a half years have been absolutely insane. And this guy, I, I mentioned it you know, during the uh, offseason on Twitter and different things. He is definitely the best goaltender Calgary has, and he could easily have the open road right now to win the job uh, right in front of Vladar and Marks. So that's something to keep an eye on. Okay, fair enough. And that two picks uh, given out here on the show. Hit Continue to hit that like button. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And Alex, we'll go back to you here. Uh, the team that we've kind of been, or at least I've been watching and just enjoying watch 
from an entertainment standpoint, but we're going to look at the Anaheim Ducks at home tonight against the Philadelphia Flyers right now. Minus 110 for the Flyers, best price available, plus 103 on the Ducks. A total currently sitting at six, six and a half, if you look around some different books there. What are your thoughts on tonight's game between the Flyers and the Ducks, and uh, where would you be looking to uh, to bet on this game? Yeah, if you had asked me in October, would I be watching uh, Anaheim Philadelphia on a Friday, I would have said absolutely not, uh, considering how, how bad we thought these two teams would be. But they, they both flipped things around in short order for now. But certainly I've been way more impressed with what Anaheim's done, and Greg Cronin deserves a ton of credit already to make this team competitive night in and night out. And they've had talent for a year, right? Like even last year, as bad as they were, but we, we know the young budding talent they have with Terry and Degris and company. You add a Leo Carlson, you got the emergence of Lucas Dostal, who now seems like he could be a guy where Anaheim says, hey, we can finally move on with John Gibson. And we have somebody that we can feel comfortable and safe with potentially, or if Gibson goes down, he's had injury issues. Uh, they got a guy that they can rely on, and they have a good 1A, 1B tandem, something we didn't expect to see uh, right away from Anaheim, and I think that's what's keeping them mostly competitive. But like I said, Cronin's just got that whole team playing with a bunch of spirit and energy, even in the losses. Look at how they played in that Pittsburgh game. It was one nothing. It was very close all the way until the end. Pittsburgh gets an empty net goal, but Anaheim really controlled pace of play at, for, for pockets of times, and it's just something we haven't been able to say about the Ducks, where they've just been involved every single game win or lose so uh taking a shot with them at home as a dog uh, you see get plenty of plus, plus prices or short uh lane prices definitely go anaheim tonight all right there you go uh third pick locked in here and you can find all the picks that we give out here on the show throughout the course of the season or on a daily basis in the bet stamp app in the find better section as edgework hq so make sure to check that out follow us on there if you do want to see all of the picks now so money before we move off of this game any thoughts for you on uh, on the Anaheim Ducks, their start to the season, and how they kind of match up here tonight against the Flyers? Uh, before that, can we just go back to the Calgary game for a bit? Um, there's some uh, talk in the chat here about the about uh, about Calgary's goaltending. So, um, yes. I said that um, I that a Calgary has gotten average to below average goaltending all season. Those were my words. I should have clarified from from Vladar. He stinks this year. Right. And um, Markstrom has actually been good this year. So um, I think that um, that 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 you have to separate the two, the, the, the two goaltenders. I, I do still get an edge with the Flames with 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 Vladar. And I am anticipating that they will be starting Markstrom today and they'll be starting Vladar tomorrow. So um, I just want to get that clarified. Um, everything I'm saying is is with the expectation that Markstrom starts. Once Markstrom is confirmed, I do think that that line is going to fall, and that's um, just right when he's confirmed is when I'll be entering the market. If it is Vladar, then I'll be waiting. I'll, I'll be... I'll be uh I'll be waiting a bit. Um, on this uh, Philly Anaheim game, Carter Hart is confirmed, um, and I am, I, I I am high on Philadelphia in general, but I have trouble getting this price on the road right now, especially because um, of right. what Alex mentioned with um, with the with, with with the Ducks and how they're playing, and they 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 are a team that's on the. Um, that's that's on the rise here. So um, while I do like the Flyers, I can't get at this price. So I do think that I'll be passing on this game. And um, if the Ducks get a little bit higher on the on the on the money line, then I'll be joining um, I'll be joining Alex as well. All right, 
There you go. Uh, now, before we move on from today and kind of wrap this up, uh, those are the three best bets that we have. So we'll recap all of these at the end of the show here. But um, Alex, first and foremost to you, there's a few games, other games on the schedule here tonight. Are there any that you're looking at and maybe trying to get involved in later in the day? Anybody, any that you're going to be looking at closer to game time or during the games here tonight? No, I might have a live look for that, uh, you know, Vegas-San Jose first period. Might be looking for that over. Uh, you got San Jose, you know, one couple of games here now, but now you got to take on Vegas, and the books are not even phased right now. We're seeing <laughs> some insane prices already uh, north of someone's one book has minus 550 uh, for, for Vegas. So, obviously, it seems like this could be the end of the short brief uh, winning streak for San Jose, but I think first period over might be live. I think we can see maybe San Jose tries to come out with energy and they understand they got to jump out and get the lead as, as soon as they possibly can. So uh, maybe we see them play with a little bit more up-tempo right out of the gate and that could lead to Vegas getting some transition the other way. So first period over live, maybe try to look for something that's in the minus 120 range or cheaper. Uh, wait about a couple minutes in game and then pounce on that. All right. And uh, so money, anything for you that you're going to be waiting on here tonight? I'm I'm interested to see where this Carolina Florida line goes here. I'm um, I think that um, both of these teams uh, they're they're actually playing playing well right now, but I think that Carolina um, is uh, flying under the radar still a bit here. So um, right right now the price is fair. There's some um, there's some roster um, rosters. Uh, moves i'm kind of wait, waiting on for for the panthers right now just to get some clarity there but if the if 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 the canes come come back a little bit around the low one in the low minus 120s that's where that's that's where i would like to get that but i don't know if it'll get there but that's that that's something i'm keeping an eye on all right well there you go those are our best bets for today now so money before we can wrap up the show there is a massive massive game coming up this weekend the Vancouver Canucks taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Let's give a little preview. Thoughts on the game, what might happen, maybe a prediction uh, for tomorrow night's battle between the Leafs and the Canucks. So the Leafs are going to be on a back-to-back -back here, right? And uh, and the and and the Canucks will have them go back and go. Um, Canucks didn't play well against Ottawa. Um, I think they'll be the first ones to tell you that. That's um, that's that's a couple of games now in the last uh, week or so where they haven't played well, but. They're getting the wins, right? And um, and the Leafs are just not playing well, as we've as we've alluded to earlier. So um, we'll see what the what the price comes in at. Canucks are going to be a dog, and um, I think I think you just got to go with the Canucks. Like I, until there is going to come a point this season, and it's probably going to happen very soon, where they will hit a wall. Um, mm. Until then, I'm having my fun and I'm trolling everybody. Um, but <laughs> planning parade routes, <laughs> planning parade routes, because I don't know when it's going to end, but I, I, mm. I will keep betting the Canucks until, until they do hit a wall, which, which is coming, yeah. but go Canucks. Yeah. And I will say this, I will be rooting for the flames tonight and the Canucks tomorrow. And the reason is because I think the Leafs are a good team and not a great team. And I don't think that this team, as I've said with you guys on the show before, I don't think that this team is a team that can win the Stanley Cup. And the issue for me now through seven years is watching the Maple Leafs has become very evident that this is a team, as we just talked about with Edmonton, when you're saying, can they afford to stay stagnant? Well, Edmonton's at least made changes and tried to do some different things. This Leafs team loves to just ride it out and status quo and we'll figure it out. We've got to get enough team. And 
hey, all the props to you in the world for having confidence in what you've built. But like at some point, give your fucking head a shake and realize like maybe this isn't going to work and you got to change something here. And I'm kind of just at the point of like, if you lose to these two games, then you're not in the same position of Edmonton where you're what uh, two eight and two through the first twelve games of your season and tied with San Jose in last, so you're not in that desperation position of your record. But maybe you kind of sit here and go, "Oh, we've won one of our last eight games. Something needs to change for something to go forward." And I'm just trying to push them and give them the nudge off the cliff that they they might need here. Like, hey, just lose this one here tonight, lose tomorrow against Vancouver, ten two, and then. Sunday morning, we'll have some changes in Toronto. That's that's what I'm looking for because I want the team to win. I want the team to have success. Uh, but yeah, and Matt Albert here saying, can we overlay a Telegram voice memo into the show? I uh, might have sent a heated, heated voice memo to Matt and Moretto yesterday listening to some Toronto sports radio that I just almost made my brain explode. So that was where that was at. All right, let's recap the picks for today, where we're at. Uh, so far on the Edgework show, including last season, this is an all-time record, 451, 507, and 13. But we are up 28.6 units with a 2.7% ROI. That's what it's all about. It's not about the records there necessarily. It is about the return on investment and the amount of money that has been won. And so far for tonight's three picks locked in here, you can find all these picks over on the Bat Stamp app and the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. We got the Calgary Flames money line plus 136 against the Maple Leafs for a full unit. The Minnesota Wild plus 105 money line for a full unit there. And then the Anaheim Ducks money line plus 103 for a full unit. Three uh, plus money plays here for the games tonight. So those are our picks that are locked in. If you did enjoy the show today, you do like the picks, please make sure to hit that like button here on the stream today. If you're watching back after, hit the like button as well. Make sure to subscribe here to the channel. I, I do appreciate all of the viewers who continue to come here and watch it live, watch it after the fact as well as if you're listening on podcasts, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff does help us continue to grow. So thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Alex, so money again, as always, thank you guys so much for taking the time to do this. Look forward to seeing you both back here on Monday morning to everyone else. If you're looking for NBA bets for the, for tonight, for this weekend, head over to the board NBA. You can get best bets with Jacob Grimenia, Pips NBA, player props, SGPs, sides, totals for the NBA games coming up here. You're going to want to see all of that, so make sure to head on over there and check that out. But to everyone who tuned in here today, thank you very much. Appreciate you taking the time to do so. Enjoy the games tonight. Good luck on your bets. Let's have a day.